Hello, lovely lifestyle entrepreneurs, and welcome to the show. I'm Sue Parker. Today, the sun is shining. It's the morning, half past nine, no less, on a school holiday. I'm sat here with this delicious coffee, this like Colombian coffee that somebody recommended to me, straight out of my um, George Clooney machine. God, I wish he was stood there next to it this morning. It's the school holidays I'm recording this, and as you can tell, the sun is shining, so I'm in a slightly more chipper mood. Um, but it's been hard. I mean, for any of you mums out there, mumpreneurs particularly, if you're out there and you've got the kids off all week, don't you get to like 4pm in the afternoon, the house looks like a bomb's gone off and you finally snapped and had enough of it. And you realise that that better version of you, the one that was patient and kind and fun, all of a sudden has had enough and just wants to plonk yourself on the sofa, stick screen time on the TV, Netflix or something, you know, the same film they watch every day. And just abandon all of your plans for the rest of the day because you're just like comatose in the corner. (laughs) Well, today I actually want to talk about a model for success, achieving your goals and your dream life. Because, you know, if it's so easy, then why the hell is it so hard? I feel like we're a generation that are stuck between the hustle mentality. So that hustle culture, you're either in the hustle gang with Grant Cardone that's like 10x, just do more, Ed Milet. Just do one more. Keep pushing. You're not doing enough. And and that stay up late. You're not killing your dreams because you're not prepared to stay up until midnight and then get up at 3am and start all over again. I mean, come on, we're living lives here. Busy lives at that. Or you're like, you're in the other camp where you're like, hey, I actually want to work smarter. I want to do the less is more, but I want to do more quality than quantity. It's kind of like when I said about this podcast, I want to do one episode a week because I knew that Right, you know, right now I might have wanted to do three, but the reality is I'd do three crappy podcasts. Do you want three crappy podcasts waiting in your playlist, or do you actually want one a week where I've thought about what we need to do, where I'm actually sharing what I'm working on that's working? And here's the thing, you know, that whole it's so easy, then why is it so hard? That model for success, like for every level, it's kind of taken a new level of development, personal growth. It's taken me a new level of study into psychology and behavioral science and neuroscience. It's taken me a whole new study into myself. And I know it does for you. So if sometimes you feel like, actually, I have no idea what you're talking about, Sue, or sometimes you're thinking, Sue, yeah, I've read that too. I know about that too. It's probably just because of the, the stages we're in and the growth, you know, every level, there's a new devil. So today, you know, I want to really talk about a model for success, a powerful model in achieving our goals. Because if you are an entrepreneur and you have been doing the hustle, you've been doing all of the right things, maybe you have, you know, you show up on LinkedIn, you show up on Instagram, you show up in your networking groups local, you you show up for your family, you've got your friends, you do parties for people, you organize stuff. I mean, my life admin's ridiculous at the minute with swimming lessons and social calendars for the kids and parties. You know, you might reflect a lot and think, what am I getting out of this? I don't, I'm not making that big shift. Why am I not making the big shift that like, you know, Jamie Oliver and people like that made when they, they became recognized for the good work they do. It's not that you don't have it in you. It's just that there doesn't seem to be that shift. And I reflect a lot on this. I I feel like summer, you know, it's kind of like that halfway house, isn't it? It's like that pause before you can really crush it in September for the next three months. And I feel like we do a lot of reflection pre-summer and during the summer on our progress. You know, it's, it's, the, it's the time when decisions are made, isn't it? 
It's the time when you're going to get to the beach. You're going to sit there, maybe if you've got kids like me, for two seconds before somebody's asked you for an ice cream or to go in the pool or, you know, you're like, oh, where is that child? Where have they ran off to? What are they digging now? Who are they? Who have they just thrown their ball at um, on the beach? But you sit there for an, almost a few seconds or, or when you do get that moment of reflection and you get to pause and be on your own and, and just think, you know, think about what you want to do. You, you say, okay, am I progressing? Am I doing everything I want to do? Or do I want to give up? And you kind of make, it's a decisive time of year, I feel. You get in with the, in September, I'm going to do whatever. So I, I, want, I want to take you on this journey. There's like these three things that I've been reading about lately. And I've been reading a lot. I've re- read Jack Cranfield's book again, The Success Principles. If you haven't read it, you know, it's, old, it's an oldie but a goodie. Um, and he's quite into the law of attraction, that sort of thing. So I really resonated with that. I've also been reading Be Your Future Self Now by Benjamin Hardy. I'm a bit obsessive about the future self and like drawing in that gap between where I am now and what I want to be. I've talked a, bit, a little bit about the gap in the gain. So I want to share with you what I've learned and I want, to sh- I want you to come on this journey with me as I'm asking these questions because I've been asking these questions a lot over the last few weeks and I've even been asking these questions with my husband. So there's like a joint conversation going on and I am finding it incredibly powerful in our progress. I let literally my focus time of what I'm doing. So you, you know what this is like. You've got a million and one things on, but if you're going to do one thing that's going to make a difference, what are you going to choose in that day if you've only got an hour or half an hour or 10 minutes or in between the kids scrabbling, you know, that kind of thing, which is where I'm at now. What, what do you choose? And, and the problem is if we're choosing everything, we're, we're choosing nothing. And, and that's really what I want to talk about with you today and help you to get to that one goal. So we all make those massive strides of progress in quarter three wherever you are on your journey. So I'm at the stage where things are ticking over, things are working, I've got some outsourced stuff, but I really want to hone it back to what are we trying, what are we trying to do here? That dream life, what does that dream life really look like? Does it look like me managing a bunch of people and outsourcing work and doing some things myself? You know, what does it look like for you? And I really want you to reflect and think on that. So we're talking about a powerful model for success, achieving your goals and dream life. It's completely informed by experts, not just me. So psychologists, um, PhD, Benjamin Hardy, you know, Jack Canfield, um, a bunch of other people that have been informing this particular episode that I just can't think right now because um, I'm probably wondering what's going on in the other room. So we've got some childcare going on in there. So I want these steps to help you achieve your goals. So I want you to think about this question because this question really hit me, hit me hard. You know, I always say, you know, you hear all these quotes, you have them pinned upon your wall. Maybe somebody buys you a little sign or a poster. I mean, how many of you got around the house that tell you, you know, life isn't about waiting for the storm to pass. It's about learning to dance in the rain. That one greets me every time I walk through the door because nine times out of 10, it's raining in England, which is where we are at the minute. But what, when, do you actually, when do you actually listen to it? I say it's okay to hear this stuff, but you have to be ready to listen. It's a bit like when you're ready, the master will appear. Have you ever heard that saying? So we have to be ready. And I was really ready to hear this, this question a number of weeks ago when I was like doing 20 different things, getting nowhere, thinking, hang on a minute, the progress has just stalled. I want you to hear this question. What one goal, one goal, that if you were to achieve it, would make everything easier. The problem is that we never really make much progress in anything 
because we are trying to hit so many goals all at the same time. We might be doing a little LinkedIn strategy, a little Instagram, a little networking. I don't know, I do all this. Then we're working on some personal projects. You know, I'd like to lose weight. I'd like to learn Spanish, get healthy, get married maybe, take my kids to Disney and get a part-time job because I need to pay some bills. Maybe these are all the things on your to-do list. Maybe you've joined the PTA, you're volunteering for Help the Aged or something else because you feel like you need to do some more spiritual volunteering, giving work. Maybe you're helping out your mum and dad. I mean, we do a lot of this sort of stuff when we're in the UK. Maybe you've got a dog, you've got a cat, you've got a house renovation, you're training your puppy. All of these things are, you know, goals. Whether we like it or not, when you commit to do something, you have a goal. I mean, one of the big, 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 you know, gut-wrenching thumps I had this year was, you got three kids now, Sue. Summer holidays ain't like they used to be. This is hard. I mean, how do you get three kids that are under seven? into a swimming pool safely on your own. Like it doesn't happen. You go, everywhere I got to go, I got to go to a, go with a buddy. If I want to take them to a soft play, I need a buddy that can watch one of them. I you know it's all that sort of thing. And we don't realize that every decision we make, we're choosing either a lesser goal. And I'm not saying the kids are a lesser goal because they're absolutely not. I chose that. But it's, it's accepting that with each of those things you want to do, they're goals. And each one of them takes your time and energy and attention. So my gut-wrenching punch this year was, hey, it's the summer holidays and you actually thought you were going to do a new client this year? Uh, No, I I was like saying, oh, maybe I could just take one more piece of work on this summer and the podcast. Ain't going to happen. I've got three kids and you know what? One of my goals is to actually be a good mum and a present mum. I wasn't going to childcare the whole summer. So that I want you to think on and reflect really hard on that question. That question hit me and I was like, okay, I'm not doing one goal. But if there was one on my list that will make my whole life easier, everything else, all my other little goals, then what would that be? And I want you to really think about it. You know, literally my life, school admin, kids social clubs, sports, swim parties, holidays, but positive parenting, less screen time, which obviously is a a counterintuitive to the fact that I want to do more screen time to make sure I'm getting some stuff done. Less snacks, more fruit and veg, more exercise, Luca, weaning, renovation, extension in France, visa application, new property investments, sales funnel, email marketing, building my clients list. Literally, the list goes on. And I've probably forgot half of it. Maybe you need to just have that honest conversation with yourself. Like, what have I actually got on that are goals or distractions? You know, if I have to put the, you know, trying to be healthier on the back burner or trying to do my exercise right now, maybe that's a habit too far. I just can't quite, quite bring in. Going back to goals. Someone once said, if you have more than three goals, then you have none. Now, Warren Buffett, I heard this story and I I thought, okay, I keep thinking about this and I keep thinking, if I had a junior, this is what I would do. And when I was a leader, I I actually even started to do this with my team when I I worked in corporate. But now I'm kind of like, you know, you've got to keep coming back to this stuff. Warren Buffett said to one of his junior sort of apprentices that came in, go away and write down all your goals and bring them to me. So this guy went off and he wrote a massive list. Like we're talking two pages of A4, two sides of A4, so maybe 60 goals on there. And when he came back, Warren said, okay, I want you to highlight the three most important now. So he did. And Warren said, okay, those others are a distraction. Now cross them off 
and avoid these at all cost. Have you ever been doing something and you're like, this is my goal. Oh, but I just carry on with this little side project over here. I mean, when you're side hustling and you're escaping corporate, you can't doing that all the time and splits your energy, splits your focus. You can't give 10x to anything because you're committed to a job just in case you need to advance your career and you're halfway in and you're halfway out. And then you've got your other foot in your side hustle and you're not sure if it's going to work. And there's a part of you that thinks you need a backup plan. Like you're half in and half out on all your dreams, on all your goals. So, you know, it's like if you give 100% to everything or 110%, you're really giving it. You're really giving it. But if you're giving 50% to everything or 90%, it's actually really hard. It's hard on you mentally. It's hard on your progress. It's hard on that feedback loop. It's really hard. So that's my second thing that I want you to take away for the model of success today. So what one goal? And then if you've got more than three goals, then you have none. So I want you to, like me, I'm starting to avoid, not take on the things that are not growing me and not part of that one goal that's going to make a massive difference. That means saying no to some things. That means saying, I can't do your website at the moment. I'm on holiday with the kids and my family time's really important. And then when I get back, this is my goal. So what is it for you? I really want us to think about that. I've really been thinking about that. Okay, going back to one goal. Here's my third, third thought I want you to think about. If we take 20 steps in 20 different directions, then we make little to no progress. That really sunk in and hit me. I was like, yeah, I've been doing that. I don't know, a little Instagram strategy, a little TikTok, a little bit of Facebook. I've done a little bit of YouTube, done a lot of the podcast but I, and a little bit of email marketing. So I was like, I'm doing all of these things and a little bit of networking I'm doing 20 different steps. Oh, and then I've got some client work I'm trying to get on. I'm trying to progress the podcast. I'm trying to progress the property investment side of our business. I'm trying to look after the kids. I said to my husband, I sat there last week and I was like, light bulb moment. I'm doing 20 things, 20 different directions. I done one step in each direction. I got nowhere this week, but I hustled. I worked and worked and worked through the school holidays. I sat up late at night, every night with the laptop. Until a point of me went, no, I'm a fool. I'm a busy fool. Have you heard that? Maybe you're being a busy fool. So I want instead to think about taking 20 steps in one direction. Can we do that? Can we pick that one goal that if we were meant to achieve, it would make everything else easier? And can we do 20 steps in that one direction? Because I know that's when we'll be celebrating the successes together. So my final thought that I've been pondering, working on, that I think is going to make all the difference. And this is, again, something that I've heard many times, something that you will have heard many, many, many times, but it hasn't, you haven't heard it. You haven't listened to it. You haven't internalized it and put it into action. What is the one thing that you can do today, every day, that your future self will thank you for? So when we envisage our future self, can you speak another language? You know, I'm preparing to move to France. So a big thing is up-leveling our level of French language. So every day, if I just listen to a little bit of French, it all helps. So I just got to thinking, like, in five or ten years' time, if I just start doing something today, but with the view that it's massively long-term, I'm not going to see any progress or reward tomorrow I'm not going to feel it, the benefit of that exercise or 
you're not going to see the benefit of you putting that post out there. But in five or 10 years time, somebody might start to work with you or three years time or, or even 12 months time. What does that person, that future version of you feel grateful for you having done? So if you work back from where you are now and you go back five years, what do you wish you'd started and kept doing? And stop wishing it forward. Stop wishing it for tomorrow and saying, I'll do it tomorrow and start doing it today and make that the new habit that your future self is really going to thank you for. Whether it's investing 50 quid a month, whether it's investing 50 pounds a week, what, what is that thing that you wished you'd started doing years ago and your future self would thank you for? And what is the future version of you going to be doing that they wish they'd have started just compounding little, a little bit, a little tiny bit today? And that was another sort of big sort of, I don't know, a, a principle, a principle to live by that got me really thinking, okay, I'm not going to benefit from this today. But in the future, when it's compounding, when I've done it enough times, I'll be glad that I just got started. I'll just be glad that I just did that little thing every day or every week or whatever it is. I hope that you love this episode and I hope that you are starting to feel more optimistic about building your dream life. It's really easy when you make progress for, and then you have sort of like a stagnant period to start to feel down and low or start to feel like it's never going to happen. And we've just got to get that momentum again going. It's like you know, trying to get that pull effect versus the push effect again, trying to get back in the flow. And I'm really keen on us figuring out, okay, what's our one goal? What are we figuring out? What have we got to do to build that dream life today? And maybe the path you've been on is the wrong path. And you need to really reflect on that over this, over this summer period. Or perhaps you just want somebody to talk to and I can be your coach. I can help you. We can have a chat all about that. Please, please, please share this episode with somebody you love. I need to grow this podcast so that I can keep researching, keep putting the time in to deliver some value that's really going to help you to move forward and, and share my journey. Please share it with somebody. And if you like, you can reach out to me on socials. It's at I am Sue Parker. I would love to hear a message from you. Thank you so much. And I will speak to you again very soon. Congratulations for showing up and being one of the 8% that actually turn their dreams into reality. I appreciate you for listening and I am committed to helping you improve the quality of your life. For more resources, make sure you check out the show notes underneath. Don't forget to hit subscribe and leave me a five-star review. And remember, you are incredible. And if you dream it, you can achieve it.